I'm Matt. <laughs> there we go. So, That's staying in. Oh, did I do it too early? You've been practicing. <laughs> You've been practicing saying your name. Well done. Very good. Oh, sorry. We got no other intros yet. Okay, go on. I'll be Very good. Now. Hello and welcome to Conversations on Karate, UFC and the Spotlight. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. I, I, I did mine. I'm Matt. This is Matt. He got a little <laughs> bit excited. So excited. We're all very excited Practicing for him. That since the last pay-per-view. I think, I think I might have pulled the trigger a little bit. Every day in early. the morning, oh, okay. waking up. <laughs> Along with the mirror affirmations, you're a tiger. I'm at, you're in there. You see, that's the way. You're a tiger. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. We've got a lot to talk about. So let's do it. Did this card stick- blow you away? Um, some did because we've had a couple where we've come off going the yeah. last one was the London one killed us all. Right. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And we had the last pay-per-view was like, and this, this was good. Don't, it was good. It didn't, it didn't, wasn't super on fire. Was it? No, I was expecting this to be the card of the year and it, it, it wasn't. wasn't. No, 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 no. But having said that, there were some fights that were damn good. Yes. No, definitely. In my head, when I come out of this, summarizing this, I have, and it will be linked to all you guys who are listening who are into karate, to Mashawari. I don't know if you do that in your school. Do you do much breaking? No, never. What's that? Yeah, I've done a lot of breaking stuff. Oh, that, right. So I'm a, we have a, I've done a lot of breaking. I like breaking and we have breaking in our school. And breaking is interesting because more than anything else, breaking for me is about all what goes in the head. And I felt the majority of this card in UFC is what we could learn from it, say, is what was going on between people's ears. I think there was much more head stuff involved in this card than anything else. That was my my kind of kind of initial takeaway. Okay. But we'll see what you think. Mm, interesting. Mm. Yeah, we've never done really any breaking. No. Yeah. Maybe we should. I don't, I've never done anything like that. I've done a lot of breaking. Um, yeah, it's um, free-form breaking. We hit where in the midair, they're hardest. That's kind of second and third down and above. You do free-form, then you've got your standard ones. But Tomashawai for me is really interesting because it's, it's, a, it's a mind over matter thing. I mm. have seen grown men not be able to break a roof tile. My, my children can break roof tiles when they were six. Um, to Because uh, they, and that, it, it just is a representation, a really obvious representation of, commitment mm. and uh of course boards don't hit back as old brucey told us we know we know bruce we didn't say they did we didn't say they did but it is a real good indicator of kind of mind over matter there is yeah. technique of course but mind over matter and more than anyone in this card we'll speak about him later but someone who i think has taken that to a whole new level like i have never seen is volk mm-hmm. mm. yeah amazing i just I think, and we'll get into his stuff, but I think more than anything, and just a quick summary, his game is not outstanding. If you looked at it, you wouldn't go, that's outstanding. Well, like we it's, said on the last good. on the last one of his, it's basic. But it's, it's basic, it's, but what is going on between his ears shows up in his fighting, in his pre and post press conference, in his training videos. It's it's all I as a martial artist. Um, fascinated by what's between mm. the ears. The techniques are easy. I'm getting a monkey to do those. But the mind stuff, Volk is a different level. 
Mm-hmm. I, I can't even, I can't even, and we're, we haven't got to him yet, but I can't even tell you how much of an inspiration that man is. He's, he's incredible. And it isn't incredible. just his in-cage stuff. It's the way he responds to stuff outside, but we'll, we'll do him later. Where do yeah. you want to start? Uh, where, where do you want to start? So where, where um, do we start, Sue? Well, should we start at the bottom of the card? So let's, um, at the very beginning, so that would be uh, Pedro and Sean O'Malley. Mm, what a disappointing name. Eh? No one wants yeah. to see uh, poking. Although I told you my Nihon Nukite was deadly. I told you it could beat anyone in the cage. Yeah. Yeah, no one That's wants to see a, a sort of eye poke that wasn't really an eye poke, really. Yeah, it's a tricky was one, it? that. And then, and then you've got kind of ver- versions of, because, um, of course, Pedro's gone. You can hear the team, right? Hit the skinny legs. Okay, fine. Now, I don't know if any of you have done much thigh kicking, but, of course, in Kyokushin, thigh kicking, thigh kicking is a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really effective. Attack the yeah. roots of the tree. But, mm-hmm. and as Amali said in his conference, when you, and I have also broken my leg on a checked kick, Cracked it. I haven't done an Anderson Silva, but cracked it, mm. and it is horrific. It really hurts, and that is even just a kind of fracture. But Amali's right. Just checking those kicks, in a way, is a strike. Oh, hundred percent. Because yeah. if you yeah, ever yeah, yeah. hit a leg that has been checked, it's just it's just awful. And there's an art in that as well. Mm. So that whole attack the skinny boy's legs, cool. Everyone's going to think that's an option, but Amali checking them and yeah. Yeah, I thought Amali's Amali's defense was was really really nice. And because everyone's everyone's going to think that that's the way to, to beat him, right? Yeah, of course. And it, yeah. And it, they're obviously going to be talking about that in the gym. Yeah, yeah. I thought Pedro seemed very uh, antsy, bit on edge the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Really, like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, and it almost looked like he bailed out with that eye poke. To me. It's a really tricky one. Maybe, maybe you just take a different day. But Pedro Munoz is tough, man. I know that's the thing. That, that's and that's why I, there are a few people in the card, not this card necessarily, but other cards which you go. If you give them an excuse to bail, they'll go right. Mm. Munoz for me is not one of those guys. He is for me a bit like a Lawler and a uh, Barbarena. He'll be in the pocket. So I, but I know what you mean. I saw. And I, I, did he? Did he not? I I don't know. I I wouldn't put that on him because I just. I mean, he's a killer. He had the ump, obviously. O'Malley yeah. got right under him. Um, but O'Malley brings to the table just different. Again, he's bringing his martial arts, but all the other stuff. You're facing someone who's looking at you like, you don't mean anything to me. Mm. From an entertainment point of view to a fight point of view, <laughs> that's horrific. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Having someone looking down on you, like physically, mentally, work-wise, must, it's just... You know, that's mm. awful. That's bringing in schoolyard teasing. Oh, and by the way, I'm not just a bully because I can kick your ass as well. That's uh, all the things to crush an ego. That's going to give you the other. Yeah. And it, it got exactly what it did. And pink hair. Pink hair. I would, if I had hair at all, it would be pink like that. Mm. I can see that. It would look good. It would, yeah. 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 So, yeah, so disappointing that one. Uh, do you it think they'll run Think they'll run it back? Will they bother? I don't think they will, to be honest. I don't know. Does anyone care enough about that one? I don't think so. No. no. Where this does uh, well, well, did you see um Henry Cejudo and O'Malley? The behind the scenes thing? Yeah. Cejudo's so dull. Uh, Cejudo, I, I, can't I just don't know why he 
why are you cool? Just fight someone. I don't care who just, it is. Yeah, exactly. Just get in the, um, yeah, just get in. O'Malley dealt in the post conference was just so disparaging about just kind of brushing him off. Yeah. And, and that's the thing with Cejudo. So just get in, just stop, stop it. Get in, stop talking. You're not relevant. Of course you've been good, but that's all, you know, Liverpool were once good in the seventies, Liverpool ruled football. They're not now. Well, they might be, I don't know. I don't follow Liverpool, but just stop, stop talking. Don't talk anymore. Just Go yeah. back, drink your beer. Just be a normal person in the crowd. No one cares. No, exactly. Well, that, and that, that's what Mali was like. Are you serious? Because if you're serious, let's do it. But you haven't. <laughs> yeah. You keep saying yeah. these things. He hasn't done. Yeah, no, I, 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 I wish someone would tell him to shut up or go away or both. Mm. But apparently he was escorted off the premises. Wasn't he? Oh, really? I didn't <laughs> I think, know that. Yeah, apparently he had a little bit too much to drink. So, yeah, so... Um, you know, someone just pick him up under under their arm and just walk him out. <laughs> the big guy Come on, on. You know, the big bull guy always holding people back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry, can you Steve, do Steve in it? Is, it Steve, is, is that his Steve? name? I think that's his, is name, it, that's yeah. his name. I don't know. I'd love to meet that guy. He's frightening, isn't he? Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a disappointing start. And I didn't even know, actually, just looking at the results now, I didn't even know that Lauren Murphy and Misha Tate's fight was cancelled. Did you yeah. know that? I didn't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I missed that. What went on there? Um, you know it what was happened? uh Lauren Murphy for uh, it was undisclosed, okay. So, well, the last time I checked, it was undisclosed anyway. Yeah, she came 18 divisions overweight, maybe. Yeah, might yeah, okay. So, I don't know what happened there. I'd had been mm-hmm. watching, uh, I'd been watching Misha Tate's uh, Instagram praise, watch her training for it, and I didn't, I missed that whole thing. Okay, so, um, disappointing ish start, uh, but on to Lola and Barbarina. I thought this was really good. I love Robbie Lawler. I've always been a huge... This was always going to be a barn burner, right? This yeah. is two guys going to stand in the pocket. The only thing missing was both chewing corn, you know, that's was... corn straws and hats. That was the only thing missing. But that's exactly what they said. They That's what Robbie's done his whole life. That's what Brian said they would do. And they did exactly that. Mm-hmm. They just... <laughs> until one person can't take any more, right? I mean, it's yeah. just... Does exactly what it says on the tin. Yeah. I thought Robbie looked really good in the first round. I thought he looked great. Yeah. yeah. He was yeah. he was forcing him against the cage. He was head movement was there. He was landing some really nice shots. I thought he looked really I mean they both looked mm. good, but for me I just thought Robbie looked really good in the first round. And then the second round obviously he got a little too much punishment. He had I a think lot just, more... with... sorry, Sue. Oh, that's all right, carry on. I just think he's just it's holding that level for two, three rounds is, you know, there's a, there is a, there is a shelf life on pro yeah. sports, right? It's just, and, and, and Robbie is that now you'll see that in his game. Like when he fought um, Nick last time, that was the same that way around as well. You just can't, you can't keep that up. Robbie came out on top this time and the bigger strong will come out and usually younger this time. And you saw, even saw it possibly with Glover. Mm. Age will catch up to you. Uh, you know, we're not designed to take that much punishment indefinitely, right? And at some point, you just run out of what steam. Get, and you can't, you, you, that's not a lack of fitness as such. There's only a, past a certain age, I think the body can only take a certain amount. Yeah, for really sure. And that was almost indicative of that. And back in Cerrone and uh, Jim Miller's fight, similar there, right? Mm. Similar story. Uh, a few few guys on the kind of tail end of their careers on the card. Um, which, uh, by the way, I, I love that the UFC do that. 
that they I, ma- I think it's good because they're still amazing fighters and we want to see them. And, and we know they're not going to be champs again, but they're still incredible to watch. Yeah. Anything particularly to learn from that fight, would you say for us? Go on, Sue. Um, what I was really impressed with was Robbie, first of all, he had so much more power in the first one. He was landing much more cleanly. But what I was really interested with Brian was that he just kept his hands like really up and really busy and really up and really busy. It was just like really like back fist, back fist, back fist, back fist right in his face. Didn't let up, even though that must have been exhausting. And I don't know how he would have done if he'd have had to go like five rounds at that level. It was just I I really liked that constant, constant busyness and action. Constant volume. When he got his opportunity a bit later and he, he landed, I mean, he was landing all the time, but when he started landing, he was ready to just pile in. You know, he wasn't being kind of holding back at all. He was constantly up there and in his face and defending really well as well and coming back when he could. But, you know, just super active. Mm. I love that. I think there's him. a lot to be said for that. I call that ikea yeah. you know, Ikea. Lots and lots of cheap shit. So you just keep throwing, bang, just just keep throwing, throwing, and it keeps the opponent. It's really distracting. Yeah, It's really distracting. It also takes away your energy. It's very difficult to mount an attack because even if the attack's not particularly threatening, you still have to deal with it before you come forwards. Yeah. And uh, and I I think there's a lot to be, I think there's a lot to be said for that. So if we look, if we we contrast that, so of course, some people are listening and trying to work out how to improve their karate or martial arts if we look at a classic old school karate bout where there could be anywhere up to four weeks bouncing in front of each other waiting for the gag right yeah um, but actually if you were to move and just jab rather than just that fake being bout and just jab and keep busy keep busy so steal this sort of idea you get the same effect or, or even more yeah of course you get more responses from your opponent and i think um i always say to my guys look if nothing's happening don't waste stuff right but if nothing's happening, at least jab, boom, because they have to, their brain is always two steps from home, right? Mm-hmm. They always have to contend with this, settle, then come at you. Whereas mm-hmm. if it's a 50-50 shootout, no one's doing anything. I've got all that time to build my attack. And I always want the opponent two steps from me. Deal, contend with me first, then attack. So he's mm-hmm. always two steps away. And you can just do that by volume. You don't even have to commit yourself, really. Your rack hands, no. front hands, you know, kind of front yeah. leg teeth, that sort of stuff. It's very, that's normally what Max Holloway's like. It's just yes. constant pressure. And he kind of exactly. turns up the power, turns it back down again. Yeah. Just, yeah. Interesting. You should, you guys should try that. You probably have been, I'm sure you have been, but next time you spar, just see how invasive to someone's mentality that constant action is. Mm. They just can't settle. And then I, for me, I, I'm always looking for that moment. You know, when you, have you ever had that point where you've got so flinchy in a session, right? Where you're, you're, you just need to stop. You just need to walk away because now your, your nervous, <laughs> nervous system is so flinchy that someone even just, just blinks and yeah. you're suddenly bouncing. Have you ever been in that situation? <laughs> and then you just have to move away, break, breathe and go back. That for a fight yeah. is where I want them to be. Boom. So even if I pull a shoulder, they're like, right? And, that, and I think it's, it's hilarious because once you're in them, they're, they're yours. And now you yeah. can just do whatever you like with them. Mm-hmm. And you, 
you do that next time you spar, just jab, jab, throw, jab, and see how, and you watch their brains like getting, getting kind of stuck until they're like this. <laughs> yeah. Then you can do whatever you like. And that's that style, isn't it? Jab, boom, action, action, action. Mm. And, I, and I don't see, you see it a lot in boxing. Mm. see it quite a lot in, I think, quite a lot in Muay Thai, I would say. It depends who you're fighting. You don't see a ton in karate, and I think we could improve that by, you know, if you're not doing anything, jab. Jab in the head. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Anyway, it was a, a superb fight. Loved it. Loved it. It got the fight of the night, anyway. Yeah, yeah, always gonna good that one. So those boys will make a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a, it was a very standy uppy card, wasn't it? The main card. Yeah. Yes, there was no In takedowns, fact, was there? There was no. I think there was one. I counted one kind of three quarter attempt from Bulk, and he didn't really get it on, and then didn't bother. Um, I think it was more a threat than anything else. Mm-hmm. But the rest, I don't think there was any time on the floor. I do want to mention someone a little bit later, though, in the early prelims who did go to the floor with one of the most vicious, oh. brutal, beautiful arm bars I've yeah. ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Juliana Stalienko, I think it is. 42-second yes. arm bar in the first round. She that- held it too long. She's got to have surgery, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised they've got to find her arm from the crowd first, get it back, yeah. sew it on, then have surgery. Just yeah, no, horrendous. It, that was what horrendous. a beautiful technique. Just everything about that. Yeah. And, you, and you heard in the interview, Joe was at, Rogan was essentially saying, you know, <laughs> any chance of giving her a chance to tap? And and I loved her answer. She said, oh, I've had a problem finishing before, so I'm not going to have a problem now. Just go for it. It's fair enough, right? Yeah. I mean, you're fighting at a completely different level, so. You, we all know the. They all know the rules. Not we. Yeah. We're not in that cage. They know the rules. But yeah, what a technique! Bang! Oh, yeah. yeah. Horrible. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, yes. So Pereira uh, is a bit scary, isn't he? He was superb. Yes. I mean, what a guy! <laughs> that was just the most devastating punch, wasn't so it? This, this is bang. this is the from UFC. So you've got Alex. Alex Pereira, no, thank you. I'm busy that day. What? What about next? No, no, next, no, that next time I'm definitely out that day. Yeah, oh, I will not fight that dude. He is. <laughs> he's frightened his life out of me just watching him in interviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean Strickland, uh, fair play to him for getting in there. He kind of talked himself up a little too much, didn't he? He was being talked about. He's quite funny, but it gets a bit tiresome. That oh, he does because he's when he first did it, it was quite quite natural actually. But now people have drawn attention to it. That being super controversial is now kind of forced. It's a bit. I get a bit bored of the over tiresome stuff. So kind of happy someone shut him up. Yes, um, but also and and he he looked small, didn't he? I mean. How does Pereira even get to that? Sean Strickland's not small and looks, no, he no, makes no, other people not. look small. And I was like, whoa. Um, but, but, but if we go from a tactical point of view, I know he's, he's just a fighter. He loves to fight and he loves to test himself. I saw his Instagram post this morning. Good. I get it. Admire that. But if we're looking at sensible tactics, it's probably, it's a good way to test yourself. Fine. It's not a good way to win, right? No. Well, you know, no just if, stand if someone said to me, right, Greg, you're, uh, you're going to fight a, elite level kickboxer in an MMA fight, my tactic would not be, well, I'm going to stand and kickbox with him then. No. I mean, I, I, I get 
get the whole, you know, I want to test my, but I also think MMA is a mixture of stuff, isn't it? And that's yeah. why I don't think uh, Strickland will ever be a champion because I do, to be a champion, you have to mix the game, which the champions do. Again, we'll mention Volk again. That's what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. mixing stuff, the threats and stuff. And yeah, so that was, what was it? 236 of round one, that left hook, check. Beautiful left hook, hook. Boom. And then that's it. That's all she wrote, right? I mean, the same, same punch he knocked out, out with. Was is it? Was it? Mm. Same shot, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that'll be interesting to watch that fight because, as as everyone knows, and as Pereira knows himself, it's this is MMA, and, and he's not claiming it anything different. He knows no. that. It'll be interesting to see because he's relatively inexperienced in MMA, and it is a mixture of stuff. I'll be interested to see if he can do anything with, with him. Uh, he's a big boy, and training with Teixeira, he's going to know anti-jitsu and jitsu Mm -hmm. and grappling so yeah fascinating wow Mm. it was a scary dude yeah he is a scary dude i'm looking forward to him going up against izzy hopefully he'll bring something out of izzy i hope so i hope so but i mean he was that was that was beautiful and he is he is so sharp i would i can't wait to see him go up against izzy i think that's going to be a really decent fight well, let's, with you saying that, because I completely agree with you, you saying, uh, Sue, I hope you bring something out of Izzy. Let's um, talk about that top of the card before Volk, because I feel Volk and Holloway's deserves to be spoken about as a top I card. agree. Yeah, good. Does good that make yes, does that yes, make yes, yes, yes. And no disrespect to um, Izzy or Kananir. But I completely agree with you, Sue. And, I, and he rightfully admits um, that he had a bad day at the office. And on his bad day, he still wins. Cool, got it. Right. Yeah, but, let's but, but when I look at Izzy's stuff, he often doesn't show up, right? Yeah. How many bad days has he had since being a champion? Yeah. Do you think yeah, he's and- just, just so confident that he's in the head of almost everybody anyway? That his mind game is is good. That people kind of hold back. I think that's because part of they it for wonder sure. what might be coming, and so he can relax into that a little bit. I mean, he brings it. He can bring it. Of course, he can. But he's just so good at the mind games. Do you think that people hold back? I think they do, and I think obviously Izzy is a counterfighter, really naturally. And in order to be a counterfighter, you need things to counter. That's fair enough. But That's true. don't come out before your fights and go, I'm going to show off this fight. I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to choke him out. I'm going to make this look easy. And like he does do every fight. And then it's the same thing. It's yeah. jab, low kick, circle, jab, low kick. Which just circle. to be clear, it is, that it is effective striking. Of course and we're it going is. To give Absolutely. Props for that in a second. So yep. not, so I'm not dissing that as such, but yes. You're, you're right in the the problem is i think with izzy i think that he brings many things to the table outside of fighting he yeah. he's a phenomenal orator he's an interesting guy L- like him or not for what he does he's interesting he brings other things so i'm wondering if he's just suffering also a bit of boredom mm. because and, and we've spoken yeah. about this before I, I know we're talking about the martial arts side but there are two sides to the game there is the entertainment and there is the fighting, or to put it more martially, there is the brain side and the physical side. Mm. And, and also, we shouldn't discount Cannoneer as a tough guy. You know, he, in very much, in many ways, like you've got some people who can shut down your jiu jitsu. He has shut down is his creativity. He's solid, 
difficult to put away. And there is the risk that if he lands one on your chin with all those muscles, you're going to go to sleep. Mm. So it's a sort of, he's, yeah, he, he kind of bored them. We see this in a lot of jujitsu matches that they're really, really good. And they're the, they're the worst ones to watch. And I think that was that. There was nothing, just as you say, Greg, he's, uh, Izzy is a counter-strike and there wasn't much to work off with Canada. Not they didn't do anything, but just, you know, uh, styles make fights. And that was probably, mm. and even down to, if, if you just do the comparison of them in, in um, conf- press conferences, and I know that that doesn't matter, but it does show what's in the brain. Canada brings a pretty standard uh, dull stuff to the game. And that's yeah. how that fight went. That's yeah. how that fight went. We need to see what we will see is when we have something more interesting with Izzy and Alex Pereira, because we've now got two characters, one just straight out of the prison style brain set, it mm-hmm. seems. And the other one kind of YouTube, it'll be just be interesting that way. I think Kenny will probably make most either knock you out or make most people look dull. And that's 100 uh, yeah. percent respect to him. He's amazing. But I don't think you're ever, it's going to be one of those matches where you go, whoa, it's good, but you know and that's yeah. that balance between martial arts and entertainment right yeah and i mean he brought the entertainment with his walkout with the urn with the oh undertaker. the undertaker walkout was fantastic that i saw and, that up. and the ufc brought the smoke and the light oh. you know the whole yeah. thing it's like as, as i heard that music really, i was really like nice. no way is he gonna wear a hat and all this i was like this is gonna be a- the, the un- awesome. i don't know the undertaker's name i didn't really follow it but he was in the crowd wasn't he i d- was he there yeah, apparently. Oh, okay. The, oh, that's he was awesome. In, he was it's even the better. Crowd. There was a, there was a short because I didn't know it was. It was Sherry had said, "Oh, that's that's," and I was, "Ah, oh, okay." Oh, that's um, awesome. As far as I know, yeah. So yeah. Um. So and yeah. So not a bomb burner, but even as he said, even on my worst day, and you've still got to build the hype, right? You've got to hype the next fight, and he does that very well. Even on his worst day, he got essentially a shutout decision. You could argue four or one at a push. At a real push, three two, with you know, should have gone to Specsavers push, but probably a shutout at five nil. Would you agree with that? Yeah, Mark? yeah, yeah. Just yeah. not a very exciting shutout. No, no. I think yeah, he bought it a bit more at the end, didn't he? Can I, mm. can on the air? I can't. I can't. I just can't say that. Can on the air? Kanye. Kanye West Kanye West for Israel Adesanya the weekend. Yeah, it was exciting. If nothing else, they made a great album. Dull to watch, but the album was released in September. No, it was uh, it was fine. It was it was okay. It was like um, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, just come on, Izzy. Next time, bring some heat. Bring yeah, what? Heat. I, yeah, I'd like to see him bring something else to his game. I'd like to see his kind yeah. of ground game as well. I mean, Personally. one of the things. Sorry, sorry. No, no, that's it. Sorry. I interrupted. I was going to say one of the things that I liked a lot about all of this that we're going to probably going to talk about a lot with Alexander uh, with Volk was just the the people that I really enjoyed were doing lots of level changes and combinations. You know, uh, they were throwing elbows in. Um, they that was those were the best bits out of all of it, and yeah. there were some. You know, I I like the elbows in face that. Um, that Kononier was was dealing with those you know when he'd been in a clinch and that wasn't working you know throwing the elbows in that for me whenever it was working with people was when they were moving and throwing in combinations that seemed to me to be the 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 best parts of the the evening when anyone was doing that and I think that's what what separates or marks mixed martial arts from 
you know, which is the whole point of this evolution of mixed martial arts, separating, you know, you've got the, the grapplers and the strikers, right? The two, you know, the two classic cliches. Yeah. But mixed martial arts, and that's why I love the art of it, it's the grey zone, it's the stuff in between. It's, as you say, the clinch and the elbow on the strikes. So you've got two things mixed up there. It's the level changing. It's the stuff in between that is the artistry of yeah. mixed martial arts. And also then... Um, makes it so difficult to learn because there's so many different ranges to contend with. But I agree mm. with you. So I think the most successful ones and, and probably should we naturally move on to Volk? Okay. Volkanovsky. Let's do it. So, so we, uh, this we is the true main event, by the way. I'm yeah, sorry. we unofficially, officially promote into the, to the what, true main event. I, I, I thought this before, as soon as this was announced, it's a third in a trilogy for a title. I don't care. Who else is on the card? That should be the main event. It should Fair be. Enough. I agree with you. I agree with you. And and after seeing it, yeah, um, you you can't. I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. It, it, Max. By the way, firstly, I'm a massive Max follower. I love fan. Max, and I, I found myself Max. rooting for Max. I always <laughs> do. I always no, do. But I'm also a huge Volk fan. But I am pre-Volk. I know they're around at the same time, but before I really knew who Volkanovsky was, really, I've always been a Max Holloway fan, mm-hmm. always been a blessed fan. But he, I mean, not, not really as bad as he did to the Korean Zombie 90 days ago, by the way, right? Or just over. He made, he, he did kind of the same to Holloway. Okay, he didn't put him away, but made the made next look best look average. Yeah. And, and Holloway... <laughs> It's not average by any stretch of the no. imagination. No. Well, I think it was DC, wasn't it, during the fight, said if, if anyone else was in this cage right now, they'd be out. It's only because it's Max that he's still there. And the chin on that guy, yeah. how he what, how he made it to five rounds was some of the punishment uh, he was taking. I think yeah. in the press conference before, I think it was the pre but something went on and Volk had said, I can't find it. It's really interesting. I can't remember the exact words, but essentially Volkanovsky had hinted that Max, you have never been the same after our first fight or second fight, whatever one. Hmm. And I, I would agree with that. And he will not ever be the same after this one as well. We've said this on the cast before that there are only a certain amount of beatings you can take, yeah. I think. Yeah. And they shorten your career. I mean, you know, outside of just that horrific gash, but we're just talking about the kind of the ability to to take it. Your body can't, it's not designed for that, is it? No, fuck no. Gail no. Sonnen did a really interesting piece straight after, <laughs> and he urged Henry Hoof. He said, Henry, 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 please message me, come around to my house, please tell me, because I, I genuinely don't understand why and what is Alexander Volkanovsky doing that's so good? Because he ain't that quick. His head movement is outstanding. He's not massively Super. powerful. He's shorter, right? But he is getting to all these guys and making them look average. And he said, honestly, I do not know what it is. And that's an interesting mm. thing, right? It's so I was going to put that out to us. What? Because he's not, there's nothing like you look at MVP and, and we'd say is he, but maybe, and you go, oh, there's some really obvious kind of changes. Volk has none of those. He definitely has so, a faint game, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. He's got some really nice feints. And I think, I wonder if that's that city kickboxing thing, because most of the guys from there have that, like Izzy as well. It's, I just, I don't know what it is. But he, gets, but he does, he, the, the role of striking, I hit you, you don't hit me, right? That's, that's, yeah. that's, the, only, that's the only rule. He does that. Why is he doing that? Because there's nothing in there that makes it look like that should be happening. So what do you reckon? I think it's just, when, when I look at him, there's something about the way he stands. There's something about his, his stance. I mean, there was one time I noticed he came, he'd been pushed back against the cage and he, he just walked forward. And I don't think I'm misremembering that. He just walked forward. His hands were up. He wasn't doing anything. And Max Holloway backed up. I think it's partly just the sheer force of his determination. Mm-hmm. I am going to have you now. And you, I, I would, if that was me, I would be backing away. I think anyone would back away. He's just so determined. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, when I was watching him, his movements in and out, it's, it's like he floats backwards and forwards. Yeah. He's so fast. He's not skipping or anything, but his feet, he just, he just floats back, floats forward. He's in and out and, and hit you and stung you before you even know it. And I, I think it's, he's just so composed and so ferocious without being loud about it. Uh, it's, it's exactly what I was thinking. So I can't, you've just, there's literally not even any point in me saying what I was going to say. Because that's exactly. <laughs> and that <was> podcast. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. And thank you. See you. Let's see it to <laughs> yeah, um, That's exactly, you know, I, we started the show and I'd spoke about Tamashawari breaking. Mm. That's yeah. what crossed my head in when you're breaking stuff, whether it be, concrete not concrete breeze blocks or bricks or wood or whatever it's a it's a decision thing there is of course technique and just as you say with volk his movement is skipping in and out perfect right there is all that but a lot of people have that so you've got the techniques and the tap fine that cannot be denied and we love that but i absolutely think you've hit it right on hitting the nail on the head there it's the decision it's the you're coming at me at some point there is a choice when someone comes at you and this is true of life, right? Fighting is only one kind of microcosm of the macrocosm. This is just true. You come at me and give me trouble. I have one thing. I back up or I say, no, 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 no. I'm going to sit in here and I'm coming at you. Mm. That's why I love fighting. I love martial arts because it is all just a manifestation of life, right? We just go, am I going to back up and you're going to come in here and do Or am I like, no, let's go. Let's do this. And that for me at this moment in his career, and it's not brash. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to come no. in and take you out. It's no, not. Forced. He doesn't need to. He doesn't need which is to. Why it's, That's and Pereira thing. feels like that to me. Yeah. Feels like that where we're not doing all the, I'm going to take you out. This is the best you're going to ever see. The music's like, it's just, no, 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 no. I am going to sit in tight. And, and that's what I'm saying about you hear that in his press conferences, even to the point where he's telling off um, journalists for being disrespectful in one breath but also saying, I'm not hung up on it. I'm just just telling you. Mm. That is all his game. I'm going to hold my ground and I'm going to say my piece. We're not going to be enemies. I lo- As a human, I love that. Everything mm. about that. It's not vindictive. It's not, um, it is aggressive, but, but not nasty. It's mm-hmm. uh, 20 years ago, I sat in a meditation place. I told you, told you a story before. I, used to carry a knife blah 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 my brother caught me he said you need to go meditate went to this meditation place and stick in my stuck in my head forever where the meditation teacher this little buddhist guy said to be peaceful and it was weird coming out of, a, out of his mouth 
it was to be peaceful doesn't mean you have to put up with other people's shit. Firstly, I was like, should a Buddhist monk say shit? But anyway, and I and it <laughs> yeah. stuck in my head forever because it means you can be forward facing and no, I'm going to take charge of my life without having to be brash and yeah. over the top and horrific. And in all of his press conferences, right, he has that. Don't mess with me but I'm a nice guy too. Mm. And that showed in his fighting. And while he's got that mindset, in my view, he's going to be unbeatable because that is why I believe, and he is a classic example of that, of, of life and fighting is in between the ears primarily. Of course, absolutely. you've got to have some skills as well. But Sue, I think you absolutely, I agree with you. Yeah. He has, he's got, he's got the mindset, hasn't he? And he I do think really that's rugby based as well because he has a rugby background. Yes. Yes. But Australian rugby background tough guys also i think in being tough there's a and success in life i think you do have to be able to laugh at yourself mm. that's part of toughness being able to just laugh at yourself and australians you don't sledge with an australian <laughs> that's confidence 101 right they'll kill yeah. you just yeah and, and i think that is the sign of confidence when people are not doing the brash stuff where he's I'll give it to you. Trust me. But I can also laugh at myself. Mm -hmm. Everything about that man right now, um, yeah. uh, he is an absolute inspiration. Yeah. He is, yeah. he, in my opinion, he's pound for pound number one right now. Like, yeah. as much as, as good as Usman is, I think Volk is, he's just on another level. Yeah. And it goes, like, like we said last time, his game's not flash. It's not, no. it, it's just solid basics to a really, really good level. Mm. And that and combined with, the, with, with this, that combined just makes him. Well, four. makes him who he is. Yeah. Was it, yeah. How many defenses was that? Was that three, four? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, well, Holloway was one, wasn't it? So he won against Holloway. So he defended it against Holloway, uh, Ortega, Zombie, and then, yeah, so four. Four. And I do think for all of us, I mean, I know from my school that I'm more interested in uh, martial arts for self-development, for self-growth. I just, I'm, mm. you know, what I'm, I'm fascinated by that. And this is, if anyone wants to learn about the brain side of martial arts, just follow Volk. But listen to his post, pre, post, all that sort of stuff. The giveaway is not just in his fighting. No. It's in all the other stuff that he's, like even down to he's, he's prepared to give um, props to the right people. He's prepared to call you out for your bullshit but but we're not enemies. I'm just calling you out for it. He's also will take your head clean off. He'll laugh at himself. I just all of those things are a hugely developed human being. Yeah. Very much so. You know what I mean? And, that's and I agree. that's I the one that, you want leading. I agree. And I think the the rugby background is I agree with that so much that that will have informed mm -hmm. who he is. Yeah. You know, you can't be amongst guys like that and not be able to take a joke take being taken the piss out of relentlessly yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. you know i mean you've got to know who you are and have a level develop some self-confidence if you're going to yeah. be able to take that and not be yeah. destroyed by it no i agree sue at every level as you know you know my boy plays rugby so i've been around exactly for a long yeah. time and it does and and if we back up to um say we're always trying to give some kind of value to our karate listeners uh, to your karate listeners but also it gives you the rugby tests from day one you're you're playing i know you play contact when you're six um what's that tag rugby non-contact when you're six but ultimately you're testing just yeah. like we've spoken about bjj test judo test etc yeah. etc et the world where you are tested 
right? And you get bashed up. There's a point where all that brashness is not bashed out of you as such, but you grow out of it because there isn't a doubt. You know what it's like to get beaten and to be beaten. Remember, most people who are brash is because they're not sure of the answer. When you know the answer, we don't need to keep speaking about it now. I know I lost or I won or whatever. I know what that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Being brash will only get you so far. You know, if you go, go into something being really brash, someone else is going to think, well, let's find out, shall we? Mm. Yes. And if they're really good, they'll give you a good thump or they'll kick you over on the pitch or, you know, run over you or whatever they're going to do yeah. and then go, yeah, so you don't have a big game, actually. You just got a yeah. big mouth. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and, that, and that's, I mean, it, it, you know, they say that there's that kind of trope that martial arts builds character. It's, it's the kind of the biggest martial arts lie I've ever heard. I've never met more e- egotistical asses than in the martial arts world mm-hmm. right and i say that with all due respect but volk is the example of someone who has evolved who's stopped the brashness brashness doesn't mean again you don't need to be soft you know put up with people's rubbish you can be tough as houses you can say i'm coming for you all but there's a, a humility in that power that for me would be the holy grail of mental martial arts side but that can only come I believe when you've actually put yourself through some sort of fire and that doesn't mean doing kata quicker than you did last week. That doesn't count. It means. <laughs> yes, it does. Don't. Okay. don't what are you talking about? To say, how oh, dare no, you? Dare you? Well, take it off air. Whatever shocking, it may be. It doesn't mean hit the pattern. At some point, <laughs> whatever the level where you have challenged your fears, now it doesn't have to be step into a cage, but no. where you are challenged your fears or you've said to yourself, right? At least admitted to yourself. Yeah. I don't know if my martial arts would be effective if I ever used it. That by the way, for me is also the same kind of strength to say to someone, I've never had a fight. I have no idea if what I've learned for 20 years would make any difference. For me, you're on the road of Alexander Volkanovsky. When you say that Mm -hmm. you don't need to be fighting full contact. You just need to be authentic, honest, And call your start line wherever that line is. Yeah. And if we bring that back to karate, that is the issue I have with 90% of karate. Mm-hmm. Is is not that honesty of I don't know. I just don't know. Yeah. It, it yeah. it's this will help you. Yeah. Take yeah. my word for it. This will help you. And and that, yeah, it's it's not yeah. authentic. Yeah. yeah. So how do yeah. you find that line of of um character development in karate because like you say people say this will develop your character so there's a I don't know quite how to put this I've just had this thought but you know so you rock up at karate this is this will develop your character so you do it but no one teaches you any humility you don't get taught the mental lessons you just so you could easily be thinking my character is now fully developed but actually you're a bit of an asshole yeah so you just become more of an arsehole. So without somebody showing you how to get tagged or be open to learning something or to take some mental lessons on to how do I improve on this? How do I realize that I'm actually not doing this very well and be willing to take a step back and figure so out great. what your problems are? If somebody doesn't do that, then there's not going to be any character development. You're not going to get checked. No, I, I absolutely agree. And that, bring, and that yeah. brings us to 
I say I would I move when I first got involved in martial arts, I was fascinated by that. Always been fascinated in the Zen kind mind side. So as I wrote in Hardest Path, right? Always showing up to go, well, maybe this this is the week we do the uh in this is enlightenment week. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that goes on until at some point you realize they have not got a clue. Mm. They have no idea. All they've done is roll forward some trope they either saw on a film or their teacher told them, and they have no idea. Mm. So then the journey, so then one of two things happened, right? The journey then begins. So for me, it began in meditation. I went to a place where the work is self-growth, which is meditation, whatever the, to to evolve your character, you have to work, right? So whatever that is, so brain development, whatever. So for me, meditation, the whole Buddhist route, very, very helpful. That was step one, that whole journey, the pilgrimage journey, the Buddhist movement, blah, blah. Then then I found when I went to a, an art that tested stuff for me, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you go, oh, okay. Now, these guys have just as little clue about self-growth, right? So I, I won't learn about or they won't be able to express what I'm looking for. But because they're testing... <laughs> I'm growing mm. if only by default, yeah. if only because I'm absolutely back to peace. Now, they might not know why they're good at it, but because they're doing, they're good at it. Mm-hmm. So you have to be aware that that's what you're trying to do. Yeah, you've got, it's got you to be your goal. To be, you have to be aware that that's what you're trying to do. Absolutely. So it's got to be and, what you want from, yeah, from the art. Yeah, but you've, and you've got to be focused on that when you're doing it. Because a few weeks ago, I decided I wanted to stop being such a forward fighter all the time and deliberately step back because I realized that there was a part of me that was just terrified. So ever since then, every single time I've sparred, I have made an absolute decision not to try to win. That, that so is to martial wait arts for, for self I have been waiting for the trigger in my head that made me go waiting for the trigger and every time i feel the trigger i've almost taken a breath and step back yeah so Sue, like, okay that, come that, at me come it. at me i'm gonna uh, allow this to happen because i thought i it doesn't actually matter what my hand's doing i'm interested in what i'm this thinking mental right thing, yeah. now mm. i need to get past this so that i can then come back to getting better That's, at the yeah, why, why when things come at me do i lose my shit and go forward at all costs yeah yeah yeah, yeah basically. absolutely why do i lose Just, my shit exactly yeah. <laughs> that that's but that's really interesting. But that starts with, which I, which I always describe as calling your line, right? Where am I, right? Where And for you, and if we're talking the self-development game, which I think it all starts in the head, right? Where am I in the head? So it has to begin. People have to be interested in that. Now, I don't think, a lot of people say they're not interested in that, but I don't think if you're human, every human has the existential questions in them. Why are we here? Where are we going? You know, why is there nothing ever good on Channel 5? Well, you know, all that, all the existential <laughs> questions. Why is that? Why is that going on? So I think whether people admit that or not, it's always going on. So as soon as you ask those questions, that, Sue, is already self-growth. You have changed where the spotlight is. And it, that's it. In the question are already the seeds of the kind of the tree and the flower, right? Already. And I think that's where it starts. Yeah. And I would say then as educators, coaches, then maybe we could uh, we could then ask people to look at them. Where are you starting from? And we could say, right, where does your striking start from? Oh, I've, I've actually, I've never, I don't know how to hook. And we could actually lead that. How, how do you feel when you fight? 
Have you? I never had a, a coach spoke to me like that, right? I asked them. I yeah. used to ask, "How do you feel when you fight?" And I didn't. Actually, this was my question. It was a it was a, a wrapped up question. What I want, what I was asking, is why am I so frightened and how do I get out of it? That was the unasked question, right? Yeah. Sensei, did you ever feel frightened when you were going up? No. Oh, that's fucking helpful. Thanks so much. Okay, good. <laughs> Which later yes. you realize is utter bullshit. Yeah, of course it is. Right. But what you want to someone to do is as you're as you're playing or you're fighting, are you, how are you feeling? I, I literally I can hardly stand up. I'm so nervous. Oh, okay. Well, this is what I found. Or if if nothing else, oh, I used to feel like that. Oh, so I'm not a freak. No. So as coaches, then we could just ask those more mental questions, which then we don't have to suddenly start making our schools into self-growth schools. What I'm saying is it reorients the, uh, the attention. Like Sue, you, I mean, you know, you're, you're mature, you're intelligent woman. So you've been able to focus on what you want to focus on, but some people won't be aware of that. And if you just point them, did you know there's a head game? How are you feeling as you fight now? No. Okay. It's, yeah, that's really interesting. Where we put the attention. Yeah, you could. You could sort of say, right, let's go into spa now. And during sparring, I want any of you, if a time that you feel like, oh, I need to step back, just make a note of it and just think to yourself, what was happening is not anything to do with the other person. They're not right yep. or wrong. They're doing yep. their thing. Was there a moment where you thought, oh, I feel intimidated and that changed? Like, yes. Yep. Try and catch the catch the, the feeling as it comes Absolutely. up. Absolutely. We... I wrote a book called Mood Busting, which was for children about recognizing moods, right? And it was like, you know, have you ever done that thing in the lay on the beach and you look at clouds and you do different shapes and stuff like that? And you know, oh, it's a camel or a giraffe. Anyway, yeah, um, yeah. anyway, so mood busting was the same thing. You just catch your mood and you try and give it a color. So okay. I know, whatever it would be. So it, what it does, it just kind of builds volume to your mood. So firstly, you draw attention to it. But then if you give it something tangible, you can start to understand it. It does, you, could, you could do anything. You could call it an animal. You can call it a name. It just helps you focus on it. So, for example, when you're sparring, you can go, well, what color mood am I in? Someone coming at me? Okay, frightened, black maybe. Or I've just lost my shit going, red, you know, fire red. And, and it doesn't matter what the mood you're in. It just gets you to shift where you are so it becomes a focal point and now you've got like a new skill to work with or a new starting line oh look I, a lot of the time i'm just really aggressive or really frightened and that's the start of i think self growth but that again is a is a workable skill it is not a default through the martial arts it's the biggest trolled myth and certainly not martial arts that don't actually push the mind as in aka fight right because none of that, I think growth comes when we, when we force ourselves into the corners we don't like. Now, if I do a kata, it sounds like I'm hacking on hard, fast kata. I am. If I do a kata really fast and it suddenly challenges my heart rate, that doesn't really challenge my fear. If okay. I do the kata on the edge of a wall, 100 foot up, well, now we might be talking about self-growth. So anything that pushes us to that point where huh, fear comes, now we've got the potential for self-growth but that yeah yeah what do you think greg i i i could not agree more i really like the color thing you said i was was thinking about that that's really interesting and it doesn't matter what you do it with it just it just brings kind of physicality to something that's quite difficult to explain and you Mm. see it quite a lot in meditation they do a lot of those those kind of things 
but you can start to go, where, where am I as a, and then, then now you've got a subject matter in a curriculum and you, mm. you know, when you go to compete now, you're not just some weird freak who's nervous. Who I've been to the loo four times. And I haven't even called my name yet. Okay. Well, this is a doable process. That's adrenaline mm. coursing through the body. There's cortisol involved and you know, you've got the emotions. Now it's a workable skill. Mm. We can breathing. We'll do that vagus nerve kind of rubbing, whatever it may be. We can then chill. There's things you can work on. Yeah. And I have found that not through martial arts, through all the other areas, kind of the meditation areas, the NLP areas, the shiatsu, when all those things I've done, I was yeah. fed into, have all fed into, why the hell could I double fault when I was about to win? Right? They all fed into that. Yeah. That's what that yeah. journey, but none of it came through martial arts. <clears throat> As I say, it did come through BJJ, but not because they knew, it's because yeah. we spent all that time rolling. So then there's a bit more of a default, but you could speed it up. If you, if you drew attention to it, like you have in your own, I love that story. So yours, where you're actually going, I've recognized this in myself, possibly in your life. That's up to you. I don't know. I'm certainly recognizing the dojo. How can I stop that back up? Yeah. I was just like, how can I recognize it? Because I was just, for some reason, something happened and I felt bad about it. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't go mad or anything. I just, I just suddenly thought, I don't, I'm not sure that I like that. So I'm just going to investigate it nice and Um, you know rather than push past it or anything I thought no I'm right here I'm okay doing what I'm doing I don't actually need to win every single time I stand up and spar with somebody what I need to do is find out what's triggering the things that's all that's all and I knew it was all about me it was nothing about anyone else nothing else changed nothing else is changing but it's this is about me understanding that if I can control that and understand it then I will actually do better with the physical stuff Mm. because I'm not clouded in my head panicking thinking I must win that can go away and I can think no I just need to learn what it is I need to learn every single time I step back from that and go it's okay it's okay I will find the opportunity I can even stop and say could you hold on a second yeah yeah actually absolutely. i actually absolutely. have to do this <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no yeah. i love that this should be when you put this episode out you should do that whole section what sue's just said as a soundbite because i think <laughs> I, I, i'm not joking i'm not joking because in in that one one and a half minutes there i would say there's more use in that admission yeah. and honesty and and observation for growth mental growth through martial arts than anything i've heard in in years i think that is absolute <laughs> genius I, I love it and i think people would really benefit from that mm-hmm. i really do really do yeah thank you i agree that's very nice of you to say that man thank you no no it's nice hmm. very good that's that got very kind of philosophical didn't it it did, it did. i like but, it that's lovely so, it did so shall we um well, uh, what else have we got to say about, about well, should we should we stop then we'll come back and do a, a conclusion and do a quick conclusion uh, and a slash <laughs> do uh, a conclusion, conclusion and a slash chop okay oh that's not what i thought you were proposing so that's all right then <laughs> thought we're all heading to the men's room okay <laughs> no 
you know <laughs> that laugh wow we didn't even see that so i don't know if she's self-developing but i've never heard that laugh before that's have you not know, oh i've no, got no, i have got a, a filthy laugh haven't yeah I? There, there we go i do, There's I do. <laughs> yeah did you not know that have i not done my dirty laugh i've no, brought restaurants are. to a stop with my laugh before now <laughs> restaurants and men's rooms to a stop <laughs> no very few men's rooms happily happily okay so in conclusion in conclusion ufc 270 what was it six six should we should we score it out of 10 and then give it the the overall takeaway for us as martial artists yeah (laughs) sue spat out her tea (laughs) i think we should have a Every time we say, <laughs> How, instead of court scoring out of 10, why don't we score it on uh, uh, mat the amount chops, of, the amount mat of, slashes? It's, it's How many mat slashes okay. would you give this? It's come out of our nose. How many mat slashes? So this is the mat. That's a mat yeah. slash. Okay. So out of 10 of those, I can't do that for 10. Well, let's say five. Let's say out of five. five. One being the least. Ten. Okay, so Matt, so five being top, one being the least. Matt slashes. Four. Yeah, uh, I, I like this new scoring system. Actually, <laughs> it's going to be the scoring system for everything. We need to get like you know, like you can get like emojis. We need to get like a custom one of you going. Gifts. Can, can we can... make gifts? Can you make your own gift? Anyway, we must. Right. Oh yes, I'll have the video. Can, I'm going to do you it. Can make your own gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, can you? Yeah. Yes, you can. <laughs> oh, we get it. We're on by next. Okay, let's go. Sue, are you scoring out of five mat slashes? What do you give the whole thing? Yeah, I think. Yeah, Uh, let's let's do the entertainment first and then we'll do from a learning after. Okay, go on. All of us do a round of entertainment first. How excited was I by this thing in terms of out of five? Um, three and a half. Okay, three and a half mat slashes. What's a half a slash, Matt? There you go. Okay. Uh, I would say for me, I'd give it a four. I think there was some good stuff on there. So there was definitely some entertaining fights. Robbie Lawler was really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Volk, to be honest, I could give it a four just for Volk. Just for mastery. Just for yeah. mastery. Um, but then, yeah, there was definitely some letdowns in there. I think over, yeah, overall, it was it was kind of a, it fell flat. For me. Did a bit, if, if, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, maybe four was... four mat slashes is a bit high. That's a bit high. Maybe I'm that's... gonna go. I'm gonna go for three. I'm changing yeah. my mind completely. I'm gonna go for three. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with three. I think because I, I think we've had so. I mean, you know, they've kind of made a bed for themselves. Really, we've had so many good cards mm. that have been like whoa that this one as brilliant as as obviously that it was that it just fell a bit flat and, and, and on paper this should have been yeah it should have been should have been should have been and it's not the fault of um i mean there were some fights that were absolutely brilliant but they were short you yes know, Pereira, Pereira would have um would have i think would have been way more exciting yeah. but you know not to out early so it's not that's not a fault of that. It was a no, superb. No. It was a superb fight. But I think if it had gone on longer, that would have been really entertaining. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a good. There's a lot of things that come into the entertainment factor. Actually, so you're yeah. right. It's not. But I think just as pure viewers, just from entertainment, yeah, it kind of was a little bit under 
under the others. Bit old, yeah. underwhelming. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So Matt Slash is for oh, I did I just refer to myself in the third person? Does that count? I can't yes. say Matt Slashes if I say it. That becomes yeah, fine. Yeah, if you'd have said Matt's slashes, then. So for the learnability things, and then I can we do the amount, the ranking, and the kind of the key takeaway. Okay, should we do that? Yeah. Okay, Sue, take it away. Me. It away. Okay. Um. Oh, key takeaway for me was um, level changes and angles and combinations. That's what I came away from most of it. That Pereira thing, that beautiful slip to the side and, and then the hook, gorgeous. And folks, lots and lots of combinations, angles, floating backwards, mm. floating mm. inwards. Um, just that kind yeah, of thing. That. Absolutely well. beautiful. So there was, so overall in the whole thing, I'd say learning was about um, a four in Volks. I'd give that five. Volks was five. Um, but out of the whole thing, four. Okay, nice. Hmm. Times four. Uh, I would say for for the learnability, yeah, I give it I give it four mat slashes. To be fair, um, and yeah. the takeaway from me is again fundamentals to a high level. Yeah, Something yeah. I need to remember is in BJJ as well as striking is just yeah. focus on the basics because without the basics, nothing else works that and the mindset that we spoke about. Yeah. It's just incredible. I mean, people, people just saying without the basics, nothing else works. People think that the basics is the kind of foundation for everything else, but I would argue that the basics are it all. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Roger's game for BJJ is back. Yeah. Oh, I watched. I watched. Um, speaking of Roger, I watched his uh, BJJ fanatics thing uh, on the cross collar. Cross collar. Yeah. And I tried that. It's fucking lovely. The the it's looping, lethal. put putting the arm in and then looping it round. Loop it, come oh. back in. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. And then Volk stuff. You know, you look at that on paper, and that's. It's very, it's kind of day one stuff, right? I'm not disrespecting him, Bill, that I'm just saying I, I have so much respect for someone who takes those low things, you know, heaven and a grain of sand, eternity in an hour kind of stuff, and just, just picks that one idea and make it the whole universe. I just, I love that idea. I love that. It's awesome. And it saves me having to learn to bear and bolo. <laughs> um, are you done? Shall I do mine? Yeah, yes, do you yours. go, you go, go. Okay, do yours. so yeah, learn a bit. I think I agree with you guys. I can up on a up on a four. I think um, for me, the the real big instinctive takeaway. I partly looked for that because I'm really interested in that. But the mind stuff was so obvious. Just certainly Volk. I just do think everything starts between our ears. Of course, you need to do the skills, and where it lacked, you could see that kind of as well. Not as not as much, but Volk for me, that really stood out. And it wasn't just that fight. It was all the stuff around it. You want to look at an, a, a, a well-grown martial artist and he, just everything about that. That's mm. For me, that would be someone I will, I don't often come away from a card going, oh, I want to, 
I don't want to be like that. I'm not saying that, but that's an inspiration. He is. I'd love to. I'd love to just sit down for a beer with the guy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's what I. That's what I, I said to Sherry. I'd love yeah. to have a coffee with that. My dude. God. Just, yeah. Just go. Just yeah. Everything. And that's why I watched. I, I, there was very little he had had um, kind of on media, social media, only social media, the interviews that I hadn't watched. And I just, everything about him, I find really interesting. He is. He's the kind I of even enjoy his cooking like show. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. His cooking show. show. I know. But that, but that's another thing that, that I'm, I'm only half joking, but other sides, Tim, other dimensions, yeah. bringing other things, I think fills out your game. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't want to, you don't want to lose your focus. I'm not suggesting that at all, but it just brings other dimensions. You see this in writing, that sometimes the older writers are doing better because they've got more to speak about. Mm. Now, that's not always the case. So no young writers write in and say, yeah, I know you've done stuff at 24. Well done. But I'm just talking about when you've been around the block a bit, there's more to do. And, and I think things like that with Volk, I think they all add to what goes on here. I think it's all yeah. part of that puzzle. Mm-hmm. Agreed absolute inspiration of a guy and i hope he goes up to 155 and i hope his next fight is for the oh, 155 yeah. belt yes yes i really do that was i and he could do it couldn't and he? i think he, he could do so it yeah i mean he's bigger, the amount he? oliver you see, you see his old footage as a rugby player he's been a big guy right big hasn't he been guy. like a welterweight or something yeah he's well he used to be 212 pounds when he was a rugby player didn't he which is <laughs> that's a big boy because he's only like two foot tall isn't he so that's yeah. a big lad right well, he's, short, he's shorter than me. So what, he's definitely two foot tall then. Exactly. You're two, you're so two imagine, foot one. Imagine I'm me, two 212 two. pounds. <laughs> Just go that way. <laughs> Hello. Put him across the goal. Yeah, that, that, I, I, yeah, it'd be interesting to see him. I think that'd be... Um, well, actually, I Oliveira? Charles, Charles Oliveira? Yeah, I think he beats... I don't want to jump the gun, but... The amount Oliveira gets hit in every fight yep, he has. Yes. I think Oliveira's ground game, though, is yes. so good. Yes. That would be my only, not suggesting Volk couldn't handle it, but that would be my, if, if I had to put a, oh, but what about Oliveira's game, a ground game is a different thing. And he's, I know he gets hit a lot, but his striking is also very good. Mm. That, that different level of ground game just puts a wedge in it. I'm sure Volk could handle it, but it, that yeah. would be the. Well, he's got oh, some good. Um... He's got some good training partners, isn't he? For the, I think he works with Craig Jones now, doesn't he? On the ground. Volk, did he? I didn't hear. Yeah, that. I think I, he, I think that. he was in his corner. I'm pretty sure I saw a picture oh, of him in his corner. Completely missed that. There we yeah. go. And I'm a big Craig Jones fan. Yeah, I so he works with that. him. Um, uh, okay, well there we go. That's there we go then. And I guess by extension he'll work with. Is it the B team? The B Jones, team. The B team. If you haven't had a chance yet, sorry, uh, and anyone who's listening, if you're interested in this and you guys look at um, on Flow Grappling, who's next? It's basically the ultimate fighter, but for grappling. Craig Jones oh, is one of the coaches. Very, very, very good. Very good. Okay. And we're not sponsored by them. But uh, Flow, no. if you'd like to, we'll, we'll, we'll happily Absolutely. put you on. I'm a beginning <laughs> grappler, Flow. I'm a baby grappler. If you want to help me out in any way, <laughs> yeah, you're well, more than welcome. Good. If you want to you know, send Craig Jones over here for a yeah, yeah, exactly. weekend in Glastonbury, you, you carry on. Oh, did you go? Did anyone go? Sue, did you go Sue to Glastonbury? Went, yeah. I did. I did. And I'm one of the only people in the entire universe of going to Glastonbury that didn't come back with COVID. Because oh. everyone I know, apart Same. from one person, has got COVID, having oh, been really? there. Yeah. Oh. I think I know why. Oh, um, it's it, a kind of disgusting answer. 
Go on. Go on then. Do you really want the disgusting answer? Yeah, hmm. I think I think the world wants the disgusting answer. Um, you're supposed to close toilets, aren't you? COVID is supposed to float around in the atmosphere and all those toilets are open. And I took surgical masks with me to go into the loo. Clever gal. Because of the smell. I've been been to Glastonbury many, many times and I know the score. You, oh. you, you know, you get something around your face, you spray something on it, you get in, get done, get out. It's, it's a challenge. It's just but, not for me. You're know, not but, selling it to me at all. Well, that's that's the reality really of, of being there, but I'm masked up. Nice. I'm yeah, I'd, up. I'd go in a hazmat suit. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's the there would be some technical issues. It would take hazmat suits fighting in two seventy six, two seventy seven. Hazmat, his welterweight title holder. He's uh, hazmat. He's got a great. He's got a great left hand. Hazmat suit. Yeah, he's coming he's fighting Kamzat. From- Shemaev. It's fighting hands that suit. Yeah. Oh, so I would say they've all got COVID too. And then you, ah, well, clever. That is an experienced, there we go. Experienced Glastonbury era. Yeah. 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 Well, we, we all are, but I, I, that might've been it. I don't know, but literally everyone I know has got COVID. It's uh, Mm. the center of a bit of a, bit of a boost in the figures of COVID. So it's not great, but it was awesome. It was a really, really good show. I enjoyed it very much. I always love it. Three days, is it, or something like that? Yeah, yeah I only went for the Sunday. Um, when you're local, you get an opportunity to take a, just a Sunday ticket. Oh, really? Um, and we tried for the for the whole thing. Didn't get didn't get the tickets, but you get a second go. Do they do it like on a lottery? Then do they? Do they do a lottery? Well, it's thing? just you know, no. It's, well, it's just a buy your tickets. You know, oh, you okay. get in. Right. It's people do it in teams. Oh. You know, kind of several of you all with all the right names and addresses like you just oh. pile in all of you to try and get in and the person that gets in texts everyone to stop and you get in and you buy your tickets but if you don't get lucky as a local you get a sunday ticket you, oh. you have the opportunity to try for a sunday ticket so you get the atmosphere and whatever's on on a sunday it's nice, nice. I didn't, and Greg, you you would count as a local, being that you basically live on the tour, don't you? Basically, yeah. yeah. I've never, yeah. When I visited yours, I was like, (laughs) yeah. The tour is is outside my house. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Nice. So you didn't? You're not into? You're not going to? It's just not for me. No. No. Fair enough. You could have gone and done kata to music. Well, that would be the thing. If they invited me to perform on a on the stage doing mm. like as like a background dancer <laughs> but doing kata then i would do it hey, absolutely yeah. oh here i can see I you think... there put to the pet shop boys yeah 100 percent. in town a dead end world yeah 100 percent. yeah there you go Western. and that's the perfect glastonbury yeah. glastonbury thing isn't it that represents the tour i was going to say yeah the tour in between the chalice well the pyramid and the world so this is the tour this, this is, is the, the vortex that's apparently at the top of the tour yeah and this i don't know yeah absolutely all the ley lines come together coming to a seminar near you there you go i'll teach you the secrets of glastonbury jitsu glastonbury hey. jitsu yeah there that's a whole product hey. right there whole product right there glastonbury we wear jitsu. geese made of Hemp leaves and <gasps> tarot cards. And oh bamboo. my god, tarot cards! You've got, yeah, yes, tarot card. The killer. Let's do that. The, the defender. 
death. <laughs> the choke. Re-naked. The choke. Yeah, there you go. Rear naked angel. With the means, with the meaning of each of them. Oh my God. Oh, that's the way to go. Cards. Glastonbury Karate will never be the same, or martial arts will never be the same. We could do that. So We're do on. that. Let's do it. Karate Glastonbury. That can be the guest, the guest seminar instructor. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on my lesson plan. Sweet. <laughs> do it. Do it. Right, you guys. Okay, oh. that took a turn. But yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Give us if you're your interested thoughts in purchasing on, uh... a pack of uh, Glastonbury tarot cards, in, let us know. Pre-order yeah. available. Yeah, pre-order. We'll <laughs> joking, put the link Joking, up. joking, joking, joking. I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking at all. There it is. There it is. It's back. <laughs> uh, right. Thank you, Matt, again. What have we got next month? 277. Uh, yes, it's... Uh, France. Kai Cara France. Yeah. Why, why, speak, we've got two minutes left on this call, but why is there an interim title fight for Cara France and Moreno? Um, why? why? Oh, what because Figueiredo um, got all, all grumpy. Be, uh, because uh, you may have to look this up, but I think he got the ump because he had to delay for whatever reason. Right. And then... Like with an Angano stuff, they went, well, if you're delaying, that's cool. Delay as much as you like, but we're going to put an interim belt. Then he okay. got the ump and start threatening, well, I'll, I'll move out of that division. Like the UFC are going to go, oh, no. Yeah, well, he's not really a big name, is he? haven't got 60,000 million people on the roster wanting to fight for them. Yeah. Oh, no, please don't move out of the division. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think it's because there was a delay and they offered it. But I, I think I read that. But it might, might be worth checking. I'll check. I will do Bye. some uh, investigations. Okay. Thank you all. Well, thank you, everyone. See you next one. Yes, yes thank absolutely. you, Absolutely. And thank you to all our lovely listeners. Mm-hmm. All three thank of you. Thank you for listening. Well, uh, there are more than that. There are okay. definitely more than that. At least six. Oh, awesome. Even better. We love right. you all. Thank you so much. We will uh, <laughs> talk to you again soon. Yeah, catch you all next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye.